Welcome in to this Vegas Nation mailbag. I'm Elaine Emerson alongside Gilbert Manzano, and we're here after what feels like the longest bye week ever <laughs> to talk about all things Raiders before their Colts matchup. But some big news happening this weekend. We talked about it last week. Amari Cooper is no longer a Raider. He was traded to the Cowboys, and the Raiders got a first-round pick out of Whoa, it. Whoa, they did I it. I know, they did it. Somehow. And, and here I am sitting, oh my gosh, there's no way that Amari Cooper is worth a first-rounder. So which team got suckered into giving a first-round pick? It, it, of course it's the Cowboys. Uh -huh. Of course it's the oh, Cowboys. Jerry. But what do the Cowboys, in your mind, see out of getting Amari Cooper and, and being willing to give up that first-round pick for him? Yeah, like, you know, I guess the Raiders are 1-5 this season, but they have a win again in this trade. I think they won this trade, safe to say. Yes. So win number two for John Gruden, getting this uh, pick first-rounder. But I guess for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, they, they, they feel like that, that Prescott needs a number one whiteout because no Des Bryant there. Dak Prescott's thrown to a bunch of guys you didn't, you've never heard of outside of Cole Beasley. Mm -hmm. And they're, I, I don't know, it kind of feels like they're going all in on this year for the Cowboys. They're three and four, but in the NFC East, they're only uh, what one game behind technically from the Redskins. So I don't know, they want to be a wild card team, go for it, or you want to see what Prescott could bring to the table when you have a number one whiteout. But for the Cowboys, a lot of, a lot of head scratching there, but for the Raiders, when you're kind of, you know, in the tank, I guess right, should we yeah. say, you're one in five, you need a lot of picks, and I don't think Amara Cooper is part of this future, and you got a first rounder, so win for the for the Raiders. It, it, it is a, a sentimental win, probably, because that doesn't give you a win in the win column. A win but for man, the future. Yes, it, it could help for the future, and you know, the Cowboys before this, too, yeah, you couldn't name a lot of their wide receivers outside of Cole Beasley. And the only reason I could name Cole Beasley is because I had him on my fantasy team a few <laughs> years ago. So that's the only reason you would know any uh, Cowboys wide receivers at this point. So who knows how this helps them this season. Now, Raiders have three first-round picks now in 2019. Gilbert, it is a little sad that we're already talking about next year's draft. I know. And we're only halfway through the season. But it's not we're gonna, Halloween yet. It's not even Halloween, but we're just going to focus on next year for a little bit. So let's talk about those picks. So where do they come from, and what could yep. they do with them? Okay, so they have three first-round picks uh, for 2019 and a total of five first-round picks in the next two years. They have another one from the Bears next year, but they have a pick from... Their own, the Raiders, which is probably a, a really high pick at, at number four, you see there in the graphic. Uh, and also number nine currently with the Cowboys, and then number 15 with the Bears. So for the Raiders, they have three, uh, three first-round picks in the, inside the top 15 currently as this thing stands. So Raider fans, you have to root against the Cowboys <laughs> and the Bears for the rest of you, so these, these picks could be as high as possible. Mm -hmm. But for now, having three first-round picks in, in the top 15, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So see, this is uh, CBS Sports' latest mock draft in what the Raiders could get out of this. So what do you see out of this? Obviously, it's so early, right? The Raiders could be. <laughs> yeah, but people are kind of wondering one, two, now. Three, you have all these four. picks. They're going to take a look. Exactly. I, th I think it's I think it's safe to look at next year for the Raiders. Unfortunately, and there, but was, and there was no game last week, so forgive us. I don't want to talk <laughs> games, but yeah, let's go with Mark Draft. We'll just we'll just look at 2019. So, what do you see out of some of these guys in the current uh, CBS Sports Mark Draft? We have like Ed Oliver from um, Houston. Got to see him a little bit because um, he's played at the Vegas Bowl yeah, I was here say. recently. Yeah, I got to so interview Ed Oliver when he was a freshman. Yes, and he was good then. Yeah. So uh, looking good for you know the Raiders to potentially strengthen up that defense. And then we've got Drew Locke, a QB from Missouri, and A.J. Brown from a wide receiver from Ole Miss. So if, if you, some pretty good prospects, do you think? If you see kind of the, the, the pattern there with the positions that the CBS Sports Mock Draft, draft has, 
uh, they're kind of positions that Mark Cooper and Khalil Mack and their car played. So essentially that little, yeah. that, that hmm. core of three right there <laughs> that was supposed to be the next best thing for the Raiders world, they're all going to be gone. I don't know about their car yet, right. but people are assuming, so they want the replacement. So Ed Oliver, I like that pick. It's not Nick Bosa, but if you're number four right now, but if the Raiders keep going the way they're going, they might get a higher pick, not number right. four. Mm-hmm. But Ed, Ed Oliver is a solid pick there. And, and I, I don't know much about the Missouri, Missouri quarterback. You want to have Justin Herbert from Oregon. If you're going to get away from right. their car, I know we want to still believe in their car. But if Justin Herbert is an uh, opportunity for you to draft him, you take him. I don't know about this Missouri guy. I don't know. I, I, when I think of Missouri, I think about uh, Blaine Gabbert from. Right. So uh, you want to stay <laughs> and, away and from Missouri quarterback. Really so. great for everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna need a. And you're gonna need a wide receiver. So uh, AJ Brown from Ole Miss. Uh, he, he's a speedy guy. He's a guy that Al Davis would have liked. That he's still mm-hmm. with us. So yeah, you're gonna need to fill these positions that these players you let go. So. We'll see how they do, mm-hmm. but it's up to John Gruden and his staff to make these picks a home run. You got, you got, you got to knock them out of the park if you want to come to Vegas and have a decent team. Absolutely, and since we're talking about 2019, I'm just going to go to our first comment here, which is where will the Raiders play next season? That is still very much up in the air. It seems like there was this lawsuit going on with Oakland, but I mean, is there? Are they really going to go like through with that? Are the Raiders really going to be out of Oakland by next year? Do we do we know one way or the other? Yeah, it's a tough situation because we're about to hit November, and we're not really sure where the Raiders are going to play next year. And mm-hmm. yeah, you mentioned the the lawsuit there. It's not official. It's kind of like uh, we're going we're, we're threatening to sue you. Which it's you like know, through the grapevine. Yeah, yeah. Like, but we we, I, we could all kind of pretend to sue somebody. So it's not legit yet. But maybe the Raiders kind of give the mon- more money to uh, the, the Oakland people and you stay there one more year. I think that's what they want to do. I think that's what they're going to end up doing is stay in Oakland one more year or somehow be in the Bay Area in, a, in, a, in a, like a, a Cal Stadium or a Stanford. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're coming to Vegas just yet for 2019. No, no, no. I don't think anyone would want to have play professional football at Sam Boyd. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, just let, be let's real. avoid that. Let, let's be real. Sam Boyd is just <laughs> not equipped for that. Um, so let's go back to this year let's talk about what happened in london because a lot of people were concerned maybe they could play in london yeah maybe they could play in <laughs> london who that knows that was pretty terrible it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't work out for them but who knows it's not working out for them now so derek carr was seen like potentially crying Whoa. potentially being upset about what was happening in london uh, so tell us a little bit about this report and, and Carr's reaction to all of this hoopla on whether or not he shed a tear. Yeah, so yesterday morning there was a report saying that uh, Derek Carr has a fractured relationship with his teammates. And it's ma- mainly based on his uh, poor play this year, which you know he, he has struggled this year. But also the, what he, his, his uh, facial expressions in that London uh, I guess blowout against the Seahawks, I think they lost 27-3. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a, a viral meme where, or, or I guess a, or a gif where Derek Carr is trying to get up where he injured his left shoulder, but it looked like he was, you know, I guess he would say crying, but it was more like he was grimacing in pain. Like the, he took a big right. hit. He took a big hit. He got sacked six times. Sacked six times in that game, But yeah. according to his report, it, people, teammates in the lock, and, and I guess in the building when they were watching film, saw it as, I guess, crying or, I guess, a sign of weakness. So this report, you know, I'm not saying it's legit or anything. I don't know what it is, but the, he has sources, and they're saying that the the way the teammates saw Derek Carr, they did not like it, and but that forced Derek Carr to go, you know, tweet about it, respond, saying, hey, I, I, there was not one tear. I did not cry. I told my teammates, help me out. I wanted to play, and he did. He, he wanted to play. I think John mm-hmm. wanted to pull, pull him, and he said no, but... 
things. These, these are football players. You, you take a big hit, you know, you're, you're a tough guy just to be in, out there, and you're the quarterback who got sacked six times, so mm -hmm. I don't want to say Derek Carr was crying, but I, I, man, you, you can't knock him for his toughness. He's a tough guy. Yeah, can you blame him if he was, honestly? Because it's like you're, you're seeing your team just kind of fall apart at the seams, and you're getting hit a bunch of times getting sacked onto the ground. Yeah, and it's up to your O line to protect you. Maybe your O line should be like, man, it, we're, look at look at our quarterback. Look how much in pain because of us. Like, if you or your team, you want to help out this guy who he's never thrown anybody under the bus. He's never wow. like made anybody look bad or say you missed that play. He's always taking blame on himself. When he's when he has a bad game, he goes talks to the media. He never runs away from cameras. So Derek Carr, he's a he's a stand up guy who always faces you know you know whatever whatever is coming his way. Right. So you know. For teammates, if it is true, if teams are kind of giving up on Derek Carr, I, I, I think it's the wrong approach. Yeah, well, definitely comment below if you think there is a troubled relationship with this Derek Carr thing and the rest of his team. I mean, again, it's one of those things where it seemed like in the offseason um, when Khalil Mack was traded, right, that that was like a really big hit on the locker room. Yeah. A lot of guys revered him as a leader in the locker room. I know traditionally in a lot of locker rooms your quarterback is the leader in the locker room but maybe Derek Carr is not as much that guy and if you see how John Gruden has been in the past few weeks after the Khalil trade and everything like that maybe it's John Gruden who's kind of leading things and yeah. we see that you can't super trust everything that John Gruden's saying about whether or not you're this invaluable player that they would never get rid of or um, that you're super valuable to this team because he's been shown time and time again that he's still willing to make the changes. I, I still remember the quote from John Gruden in the right. offseason, like, Amar Cooper's going to be the vein of this offense. He never was, and he's already out the door. And when you mentioned uh, Khalil Mack, when he got traded, you still had a whole season ahead of you. You can be like, hey, we never know. You never know what could happen. Maybe right. we can still win our games. But now when you're getting rid of guys, when you're one and five, it just feels like it's hopeless. Maybe, what's the point? And maybe people are turning on each other now. Mm -hmm. But I, again, I don't know if it's Derek Carr. I think it's more on John Gruden. People are saying, well, this guy is, you know, maybe he's a liar. He wants to rebuild for the future. Mm -hmm. Why am I here? Why are we even trying to, you know, help out Derek Carr? So I don't know if it's a Derek Carr thing. I think it's maybe just a the bad situation that it is right now, when yeah. you, you know, already lose Amari Cooper, you know, why should we follow Derek Carr? Well, he's probably gonna be out the door too. Right, if you see that some of what, you know, John Gruden has referred to as the top guys on your team, early in the season at least. If they're not that these, safe, nobody's safe. Exactly, if you're seeing that these top guys and they're so willing to get rid of those top guys quickly, then, I mean, it must cause some worry and some panic for those guys in the locker room. So we're gonna go to one of these tweets, same on the Derek Carr vein. Should Derek Carr be traded or cut before the 2019 season? Bill Carey says maybe they do trade Carr. That way they get more picks and Gruden gets to handpick his QB to go into Vegas with. What do you think about that, Gilbert? Gruden being able to mold his offense, this this QB guru, be able to get his own guy in. Well, in that tweet there, I, I, I mentioned uh, Ian Rappaport was saying that, you know, nobody is safe on the Raiders unless your name is Derek Carr and Gary on Conley. But do we believe what the Raiders are saying nowadays or talking to the media, John Gruden, is I don't know if Derek Carr right. is safe. So, you know, Bill Carey is saying here, maybe you should trade Derek Carr. And yeah, that's probably your first option. If you are done with Derek Carr, you know, John Gruden keeps saying he's not giving up on Derek Carr, but what do you say when you still have, what, 10 games left? You know, you, you mm -hmm. gotta go with Derek Carr. So, but if they're shopping him, yeah, you gotta trade him first. And again, you know, I feel like it's too soon to give up, you know. And I wanna say right. give him the rest of the year, but when you have no options, like, how do you look good? Right. You know, how, how can you show yourself that, you know, you're a guy, but 
you know, again, maybe like it's, it's a John Gruden, he wants to have his own team, his new, his new blueprint. When you come mm -hmm. to Vegas and when you want a new team, usually you want a new quarterback. Right. So I guess, you know, you, you might have to move on, move on and, and, and you draft one. But it's just crazy how we're talking about I getting know. rid of Derek Carr. But when you, Amar Cooper and Khalil Mack already been shown the door. Yeah. I think, I think. Nothing's Derek, off the table. Derek Carr's like a, like, a, like a lame duck right now. He's probably, you know, when is my turn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and nothing's off the table, but I mean, even looking at the current state of the NFL, what, what teams are even really shopping around for a quarterback right now, right? That you could actually get good value out of, have someone either take on this big contract that you gave Derek Carr, or be able to get good value out of him. Is there anyone that would even be able to do that, hypothetically? Uh, maybe uh, the Florida teams, uh, Jaguars yeah. and the Dolphins. I, I know Larry Muir, a guy, he, he, <laughs> he likes Ryan Tannehill, but I don't know if he's a guy, he's not a reliable guy, but maybe you have Derek Carr in Miami, or you have Derek Carr replacing Blake Bortles with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But then again, those are kind of two things where like, you're kind of in the middle. Is Derek Carr gonna take you to that next level? So, I don't know, I, I feel like no one's gonna try to get that contract from the Raiders and like, hey, let us pay Derek Carr. I think they're mm -hmm. gonna wait to see, force the Raiders hand to cut Derek Carr and then you'll get Derek Carr on the cheap. Mm -hmm. We have a couple comments here talking about this. I also think he, well, first of all, let's go. Gruden is making Carr run Alex Smith's old dink and dunk offense and that's not his game. <laughs> He's going to trade Carr, Carl Joseph, and Jordy Nelson in the next week. Nothing's off the table. Yeah, and nothing right. no, nothing is you, off the table. If you're Jordan Nelson and you were playing with uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and yeah. you're having a, a, a great career and you come to this, you know, whatever Talk you want to Talk about a culture change, too, Yeah, right? maybe he wants to get out, too. I don't think he got paid good money. You know, you shouldn't complain. But, yeah, you, mm -hmm. you're used to winning. You, you probably want to get out, too. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's asking for a trade. I don't know. Maybe a lot of things could happen behind the scenes. Yeah, and Alex continues, I also think he loves A.J. McCarron, and he will be the Oof. starter for the rest of the year when Carr, Carr is traded. I agree. He loved McCarron when he ran his QB show on ESPN. That's a good point. I mean, but but I don't <laughs> see the value of everybody in that McCarron. QB show, by That's the way. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. He, he, he just loves quarterbacks in general. He called Christian to. Hackenberg uh, first-round talent. Yeah, yeah, and, and we're not quite there, right? So, yeah, maybe he does see some value out of A.J. McCarron, but can you genuinely look at those two side by side and say they're equals? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. And I, I think going back to the whole dink and dunk thing, like, this, again, you know, I, I don't want to say, I am kind of surprised because the way this thing is headed, the way John Gruden stripped down this team and just, you know, ripped it apart, I am surprised <laughs> about that. Right. So John Gruden, the coach, and the way he is with the media and the way he talks, I'm not surprised because this is the same way John Gruden was in Tampa Bay, where he just you know you know didn't couldn't hit on picks and he it was eight and eight every year. So this John Gruden is kind of the same John Gruden from ten years ago. Let's actually get to that. You had an email from a reader. This is from Donald Barrington. Just read your Monday piece. <laughs> was shocked that you didn't get to John Gruden until your last sentence which harsh, but, but fair. John Gruden's a big part of this. I expected that he would have been the leadoff name. If we're in contract with Mark Davis, let him know that I would be willing to coach five games for him at 625 a pop or whatever he's paying that out of touch Gruden. And I will guarantee no worse a result. Wow, Donald, I'm so encouraged that you want to coach the Raiders because I don't think a lot of people would want to right now. But yeah, it, I mean, it is probably frustrating for these Raiders fans to be watching this guy that you're paying a ton of money and you expect that money to translate into wins, right? Yeah, uh, but a little background here when you said uh, just read your Monday piece. It was from uh, 
my uh, coaches on the hot seat story, like which coaches right. could be fired in, a, in, the, in the coming weeks. And I didn't mention John Gruden because when you're guaranteed $100 million for the next 10 years and you're in year one, you're mm -hmm. probably safe. So I'm not going right. to mention John Gruden. I know you guys want me to mention John Gruden. <laughs> I know is Gruden uh, fired yet? Was it grudengone.com yet? It was mm -hmm. the website? Is grudengone.com They want him yes. to be fired, <laughs> but it's not going to happen for at least three years. He's guaranteed. You're not going to blow that money in the first year. Uh, right. It's not going to happen. So I'm not going to mention John Gruden in a fired piece. And, and you know what? It's I think it might be fair to say in the fans' eyes that he's maybe in the hot seat. You want to see him translate what he's making into wins and the guys that he has. But it's a lot about bringing your own guys in, right? Yep. And, That's, and if Mark Davis is allowing him to do all these trades, then yeah, mm -hmm. you're the guy. Yeah, you got to let your guy bring in the guys or at least give them a little more time with the guys that they currently have to be able to ten actually years. see <laughs> 10 whole years maybe <laughs> to actually see what that translates into it's not fair i think to bring in a first year well i sh i shouldn't say that john Gruden's a first year coach but in the first year of his contract and expect things to go perfectly because they that never happens right yeah and that yeah. never happens and i guess you know for for donald he wants to he, he wants to coach the raiders better than that i guess maybe because <laughs> uh, they're not doing well right now so we don't know his number but donald if you want to give him a call or send him an email i'm sure he'd be it, willing it can't to be too to tough offer. right now when you're on, you're in tank mode <laughs> absolutely all right let's go back to some of these trade rumors we've talked about uh, last week, you know, do you trade him? Do you keep him? Garyon Conley is one of those names that has come up quite a bit. Uh, Doug Royce says Conley is a healthy scratch. How is he not available? <laughs> and I'm guessing he's meaning available for trade. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Garyon Conley was a first round pick a year ago. So maybe they're like, we don't want to give up on this guy just yet. But again, he was drafted by John Gruden. And again, we don't want to believe everything John Gruden is saying. So right. I think Garen Collin is available. We've seen other reports saying that Garen Collin is an option for other teams. So don't be surprised if Garen Collin is the next guy on the way out. And that will, that will mean I think they've, they've lost like every first round pick since 2013. So mm -hmm. that, that's insane. That's, that's really rough. And it's one of those things too. It's, it, you're, it's a balancing act, right? How much are you willing to give up to put all your chips of course, because it's Vegas and we have to talk about gambling. Put all of your <laughs> chips on the guys you have left or the guys that are coming in. You know, how how far are you willing to go with these trades? Yeah, and, and another guy that uh, John Gordon kept talking up was Gary on Conley. So, right. I, again, I don't, I don't know if, if John Gordon is high on him, but <laughs> if he could get a second round pick for him. He got a first one from Amari, and this guy was a first round pick a year ago. Maybe he'll he'll get a first round pick, but I don't think so. Maybe at the most he'll get a second rounder for Gary Conley if he's lucky. Mm -hmm. Could this Raiders team just look absolutely different in two weeks than it looks now? I mean, it's pr it's pretty different it's than what different we saw right in now. London. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a, a lot of new faces, so yeah, I can see this happening. All right, let's get to our rapid fire questions. How will we remember the Marshawn Lynch Raiders era? He was just put on <laughs> IR for wow. a groin injury. How will we remember that? <laughs> uh, let's see. We could go Brief. with uh, a couple beast quakes. Uh, Oh, the dancing on the sidelines against the Jets. Yes. That, remember, it was all happy. There were two the and oh, and things were, the Oakland song. Yeah. And then there was that opener against the Rams where he like took eight guys on his back and then touchdown. And that's about it. That's all Marshawn we got. Mm -hmm. uh, it was fun for a couple of years to have him in Oakland, but it seems like his days in Oakland are over. Okay. He's an IRR, and it's uh, he's not coming back for any time soon. Yeah. Additional rapid fire. Will Marshawn Lynch be a Raider next year? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Next question. Who will step up with Amari Cooper gone? Uh, Jordy Nelson? 
maybe? Yeah, Jordan Nelson's a guy now. He's a go-to guy. I guess you want if you want anything to do with this offense and fantasy football, you get Jordan Nelson. I'm not I'm not touching anything. Don't on the touch Martavis. Yeah, that won't or, change. Yeah, don't or don't get sucker for Jalen Richard. Just don't. But anyways, is that a mm-hmm. fantasy show? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jordan Nelson and Martavis Bryant, I guess, are the guys. Uh, they 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 made Marceau Aitman a guy on the active roster. So maybe you see some of these rookies get, get opportunities. Uh, Seth Roberts is the guy, but. If you're doing anything well with Amari Cooper, you're not going to do anything with these guys. Your best offensive weapon is Jared Cook. You're kind of in trouble. Yeah, Jared Cook's the guy. So, yeah, if he's the only guy you want on your, from the Raiders on your fantasy team, it's Jared Cook. All right. And finally, who is the Raiders' new kicker? Briefly describe this new <laughs> kicker that the Raiders got this week. Kicker number five, by Kicker the way. number five. When you're so used to Sebastian Janikowski for 17 years, and then you get five kickers in one year, yeah, it's not a good look. But it's Daniel Carlson, he is a, he was a, he's a rookie from the Vikings who got cut in that week two game where he missed, he missed three, three. three field goals. Mm-hmm. Well, he's now a Raider, so hopefully he makes kicks for you. <laughs> exactly. All right, just going to some of our questions. Aaron Hernandez, welcome back, Aaron. You're here every week. We appreciate it. Nobody yeah, he is made safe. It. I was getting word. Nobody is safe. Not even Greg Papa and Tom Flores were never should have let Tivecchio go. <laughs> when you're talking about a kicker that, man, we shouldn't have let that kicker go. <laughs> we should go. have let that one kicker go because uh, he's going to give us Things are points. very bad for you right now. Things are rough. Yeah, kicker number a five, kicker man. kicker Tivecchio, yeah. Like I said before this show. He was show, the only kicker last year, though. They could work out Zane Gonzalez, <laughs> our, our ASU hey, guy. Carlson but Carlson misses a few kicks, maybe he gets a shot. <laughs> Nothing is off the table at this point. All right. Week eight predictions. We are back in football after this bye week. The Raiders Finally, are going to be football. football. Raiders are going to be hosting the Indianapolis Colts. What do you think? Nobody's taking the Raiders, right? No one's uh, you taking can ask the Raiders. Anybody. We're all going with the Colts. There's, you don't have to analyze this. It's going to be Andrew Luck throwing all over this defense, and I don't know what Derek Carr's going to do. But for Derek Carr, you got you got to show your, you want to show that you're macho or tough, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he has a good game, but I'll say Colts win this game. Uh, let's go twenty-eight. Uh, 17. 28-17, okay. Yeah, I think uh, Derek Collar will want to show that he's still got it, throw a lot of deep passes. Not all of those are going to connect with guys in the silver and black, <laughs> it's kind unfortunately. Of been a <laughs> yeah, it's kind of been a problem, but I think he's going to want to air things out to kind of prove yeah, himself yeah. and then maybe make some mistakes along the way. Um, I also take the Colts in this one. I think they're going to win 24-10. to Wow. So yeah. airing it out when it got you 10 points. Yes. You know why? Because it still isn't working. Yeah, it's and not going to work. I, I expect at least one defensive touchdown from the Colts. Yeah, it's going to happen. Oh, I'll yeah. pick six. Absolutely. We'll make sure that you are following our coverage all week on ReviewJournal.com. All of Gilbert's stuff, all of Michael Gelkin's stuff leading up to this Raiders game and continuing this trade madness that we've been talking about. We'll be making sure to follow it as well. For Gilberto Manzano, I'm Elaine Emerson. Thank you so much for joining us on Raider Nation Mailbag.